everybody, and welcome back to the Par Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and in the center of me is the great, fantastic announcer, Elliot. How are we doing today? What? How are we doing today? Did you turn your mic off? Yeah, uh, yep. There we go. <laughs> ah, there we go. Elliot with the mic off. And to the left of me is a great, from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, my great buddy Oscar Tayeda. Hello, hello. There has to be some dick in this movie. That's my, my favorite quote of you. Classic. Well, there has to be some dick in this movie. We're going to talk a little bit about a business proposal that uh, I want you guys to help me out with. We're going to talk about what the hell happened with the show. We're going to talk about some news. We have a whole bunch of good stuff. We have a song. Yes. We have a song coming on the show. Uh, so what I do is I write co- I take copious notes uh, of just ideas for shows and everything. And I took this note like two years ago, and I wanted to bring it up on the show, but I just haven't had the opportunity because we haven't done any shows. So it's been sitting there growing mm. beautifully like mold, Ugh. you know, like a Petri dish. This topic has just grown and evolved in my own mind. Oh. And I think it starts off like this. I think it starts off with, Elliot, I think you have a drinking problem. Oh, oh, I, I mean. And... Two That's... years? <laughs> <laughs> and here, here's how I know. And, and this is the type of drinking problem Elliot has. Elliot, can I have a beer? <laughs> <laughs> so, Elliot, when we go out to the bar, Elliot and I about, I don't know, once every other week, once every three weeks, we go. It used to be like once a week, but then Elliot got a job. I got to pay for those trips to the bar somehow. It's true. So we go to, we go to this low-end bar. It's literally called Poor, Poor Richard's. The yeah. lowest end bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be called low, poor Elliot soon. <laughs> right, they should have Elliot's face on the door. Oh, they just replaced the painting of the old sad drunk that is on the door. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. And, dude. and so, but here's what happens now, Oscar. You t- you've seen this before as well. I think we've discussed it. But we sit down at the bar. Now at this bar, now at this bar they don't have um, a, like anything on draft, so you just grab a bottle of beer. So I get like an eight oh five, right? Yep. 805 beer. Elliot gets like an 805. And then as I'm finishing my 805, Elliot goes, I'm going to have a whiskey. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah. Be- beer and whiskey, that's the same night, right? Yeah. That's the same family. That's the same uh, hue of drunk, if you would. It's a uh, classic choice. And then what will happen is I'll get another beer. I'll get another 805. And Elliot will go, can I have a Cosmopolitan? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've never ordered a Cosmopolitan. It's probably something like a tequila and Coke. Yes, or like a tequila sunrise. Brandy Alexander, please. Yes, yes. Like, can I have a brandy and milk? Like, out of nowhere. So now it's got, like, beer, whiskey. Gin and tonic. Dude, it's around the the world, right? Is that what you're playing? Yeah. Yeah. And then then it gets worse. Usually the fourth or fifth drink, this conversation happens. And and, and I'm on my, my fourth, third or fourth, 805. Elliot turns the bartender and then gets fucking fancy. And he's like, um, do you do you have this green French liqueur? It, like it literally looks like a bottle of simple green that you just poured into a cup and it's like really syrupy, like a Zambuca. And he starts drinking like a like not just like a little bit, like to mix in with the drink. Yeah. No. Like he drinks like a double shot of like liqueur. Yeah, he, he's Burnett. he's Grand Marnierying it, dude. Frenette Bronca. <laughs> yeah, he orders at Poor Richards. He orders a Frenette Bronca, like he's fucking Jaja Gabor, right? That's good, dude. Hey, you know you got to live your own life. <laughs> so, so then, 
you know, we're about to close up. I'm on my fifth, 8.05. You know, what my... shape is Elliot in at this point? Well, no, see, Elliot, it, it changes very quickly. Elliot, it will He's be... like a pear. <laughs> yes, he just goes rotten immediately. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's perfect, it's good, it's good, then it's over. And you don't know, it comes out of nowhere. Like, we'll just be sitting there having a... I'm at, like, somewhere before my fourth and fifth beer, and somewhere after his liqueur... Then it just goes. <laughs> it's a surprise to me too. Yeah, he's just, no, no, no. And he starts arguing over something that shouldn't be argued over. Like no, no, no. When, when we did that show, and you, and, you know, and Elliot will get really uh, just adamant about something, you know, something innocuous. He'll get very adamant, and then we'll get ready to leave, and then he'll finish the night. He always finishes the night with a double whiskey, on the rocks. Yeah. Well, I want to go to sleep. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, Oscar, is this a, is listeners listening out there? Hit me up on uh, the show. So on Twitter, how often does this happen? Every time we go out. <laughs> so, no, but the question: How often does this? How often do you do the round the world? A week. Uh, a week. We only go out like once or twice a yeah. month. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But but oh, but fine. I'm assuming he's good. doing that at home or oh, when yeah. he goes out Where? with other people. Well, so, so that, that's why. How often do you do that a week? Uh, well, I don't do the full range because I don't have that at home. <laughs> you don't have a full wet bar? I don't have a, yeah, yeah. I have a full wet bar. If I'm going to a bar, then I'm going to order different drinks because that's the joy of going to a bar is All selection. Right. That's fine. <laughs> so the, but how much is this? How much is the tab on that? It's called Poor Richards. Right. It's like 20 bucks, maybe. For all that? Yeah. I yeah. would do that every time. <laughs> yeah. Just do that every time. Well, I, I just, it. you know, you, you, usually they say that actually scientifically mixing alcohol doesn't make you sick. It's usually if you mixed a bunch, it means you had a bunch. Therefore, mm. you're sick. I feel like that makes you sick. I don't know. I don't uh, have the science to back it up. Dude, I think that you end up spending more money than he does. Why? Oh, because I'm drinking 805. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Mine are like only a few bucks. Yeah, but it's like I—I I mean, like you burp after that, and it's like the bottom of a garbage disposal. Yeah, you know. Oh, I don't know. O- audience at Far Out Podcast, let us know on Twitter. Uh, if you listen to Low Budget FM, I've kind of brought this up, but I've made a deal with my wife where I can get season tickets to the Las Vegas Raiders in two years. That's right. If I make the money on the side, mm-hmm. driving a lift. So aside from my normal work. Uh, I've been going out like once or twice a week, and I've been going around picking up people in the lift. And at Low Budget FM, we did Lift Off to Adventure. So if you want to hear good stories from that, uh, we have that posted there. But uh, I've been having a good time going about doing that. But I'm realizing that I'm going to have to put my down payment on these tickets pretty soon. Right. Okay. It might be by like November. I have hmm. to have have to have to plunk down 800 bucks for that. All right. Okay. Well, that's not too bad. Well, no. The problem is that it's got to come out of my lift money, and the part of the deal with my wife was I have to spend thirty eight hundred dollars paying off a home repair we did. What? From the lift money, and then all the money after that goes to my Raiders tickets. So oh. I've still got about two grand left to pay off on the home repair. All right. All right. And then, and then I got to have up to twenty eight hundred dollars by like November. Okay. And that's with making about a hundred and fifteen a week. Driving Lyft for about six six hours, five and a half hours a week. Okay? You, know, you know what it sounds like? Hmm. Like you need another side hustle. I need a double hustle? I need... Yeah, dude. I, I only have so much time, Oscar. This hey. is this is the amount of time I have. So I was thinking of different ways to, to make money off the Lyft. So, you know, you go into a Lyft and some of these people have bottled water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had the bottled water in the car, but it gets warm. 
You know, so that's it's, no good. Yeah, so it's kind of gross, and it's not like I'm going to put a cooler in the back seat because sometimes I pick up people at the airport. So you're just trying to get more tips, then, right? I'm trying to get more tips and maybe make some money. Who, who knows? There's you've got a captive oh, audience. Okay, so so I was okay. I'll tell me my first idea, and this this was this All is right. uh, I felt like it's an idea that no one else is doing, hmm. and that was free fortune cookies. Okay. What are you What are you hoping to get out of that, though? A well, quarter? It, it's, it's a conversation starter. Oh, okay. Right, and so the I'm like, oh, what's your fortune? Would you? What, what? And like looking back, they're like, fucking leave me alone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you get back there, huh? What What's your fortune? Trying to answer these texts, ass. So I'm just saying, what's your fortune? Because that's a real. That's a. Those are. I tell you, those are the most accurate fortune cookies that you've ever tasted. Hey, bro. I'm trying to uh, map this on my phone so I know how long it's going to take your ass to get to where I need to go. Have you listened to the Far Out podcast? I'm on. A, I have a podcast. Fuck. So here, you ever read the Tao Te Ching? <laughs> this is what it's like getting in my my, my lift. No. So and I thought, okay, like that. The person comes in, they get like the free cookie, which is cool and novel and different. Maybe lots of people just came back from dinner or a bar, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. And most in Long Beach, I have a lot of gay people. Gay gay people like novelty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. For sure. They do things differently. And so I just thought, like, the, the, this fortune cookie would be a great novel thing. And then the more people enjoy it, the better chance I have of getting a tip. Okay. Well, so what percentage of time do you get a tip now? Mm. Sorry. Let's finish my beer. Um, I get a tip about about one out of every four drivers. So what are you looking to get? Every, half? Yeah. I want to just bo- – if I boost that up 40%, we're getting closer to the $2,800 I have to have made by November. Because I got to put my, my money down for reserve level, you know, two, two grand a seat uh, PSLs. But uh, yeah, wow. so so what? Okay, so you guys think that's gonna work? Is the you know, like if I okay, if you got into my list, you're spending more. On it's risk. There's risk involved there. Yeah. Oh, I don't think they cost that much. Yeah, but if you're gonna get how it's many? It's probably like uh, twenty cents. Uh, uh, fortune cookie. Well, that. you're not gonna buy them individually. You're gonna well, buy. I'm gonna a buy box. in bulk. I'm gonna buy one of those big big ass dragon box of yeah. cookies, and then, then what, we just, what about an almond cookie? But there's no, but there's no conversation yeah. of the almond well, cookie. Yeah, there is. Like, I just like, gave you an almond cookie. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> Why does this asshole have almond cookies in his car? I was thinking maybe Andy's mints. Ooh, those. That was oh, that was always ex- a popular. Yeah, those yeah. are expensive. Oh, those are good too because I'm going on this date right now. Oh, this motherfucker got mints. Yeah, and or they they've been drinking and look. I, I like the mint after idea. the restaurant. Here's the problem. Damn, those are expensive though. Yeah, those are a bit pricey. Yeah, well, they know that this is the classiest lift they've ever in my in my Nissan Versa. The only problem is, I'm thinking they might melt. What about Toblerone? But you get a nine dollar piece of imported chocolate. Dude, would you break wow. it off just one piece for each passenger? Dude, how about something with like truffle? Dude, that would be so good. Okay, I give him freshly a, shaven. I give him a Toblerone, and then they're like. Fuck, now I gotta get this motherfucker 12 buck tip. So I'm just like, here. Yeah. And they eat it, and I'd be like, that cost me nine bucks. I got hey, it the duty free. As you're driving down, like, you can talk about how much it costs. <laughs> just guilt the shit out of them. You know, that's from Switzerland. <laughs> you know what Toblerone means? It's Swiss because it's imported from Switzerland. <laughs> hey, does anybody get Toblerone unless it's at a duty free? Dude, that's the only place to get it. Is there a, I, don't, I don't know. 
Can yeah. you go to like a save on and get Toblerone? I don't think you can. I think legally it's required to only be in duty free shops. So it can't it can't cross some kind of You know what? Fuck it. You go with Lind Lind chocolate. What is that? Uh, that's the expensive like, shit. Like after Paul Lind? Wow. Dude. No, yeah, no, no, I don't think so. Oh, but okay. it's good. Okay. So I thought of, of another thing. Well for okay, also with a fortune cookie, if the person gets a good fortune, then that Ooh. reflects positively on me as a driver. And there's never a bad fortune in fortune cookies. I mean, they're always vague. And then, and then I can take it a step further, and I can like interpret the fortune. I can do a whole bit on it. Like I can start doing material. Oh, so all right, so let's break this down. So I'm the driver. I'm the passenger. And then you're like, "What do you say?" Hey, well, well the first when someone gets in the car, all right, like, wait. So we get into the car. I'm Todd. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like Rachel. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. And, How's and, it going? And then it's like, oh, that's my my wife's account. Okay. And I was like, oh, you look, you look like more of a Jennifer. Yeah. That's like a kind of joke I did in there. They kind of yeah. laugh and they go, okay. And then I know if within the first. Does that really? <laughs> okay, it's usually something about, like, I'm on the spot here. Right. I'm not in my element. I'm in a hot studio right now, not in the front seat of my car, where I don't have to look at the person for a natural reaction. Well, and, so, and so then they get in, and then I know quickly whether they want to talk to me or not, because they'll exchange one or two things, and if they don't want to talk, then. Immediately they start looking at their phone, mm. and I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm not going to talk." But then if they keep going, or if it's a couple, they always talk to you. Husband and wife, husband and husband, wife and wife in Long Beach. Yeah. They all. It's always if it's a couple, they always talk with you. Yeah, like because they're bored of talking with each other. Sure. And they're drunk yeah. after dinner. Have you ever been asked to party? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. I. I well, yeah. I. I don't know if we want to cross contaminate shows. shows. I was uh, driving around Long Beach. And, you know, it was getting towards the end of the night. It was like, ah, it was about midnight. And I was thinking, ah, it's about time to shut off the old meter and, and, and hightail it home. Like, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd made like 80 bucks or whatever. I was feeling good about my night. And then I got a call. And I was like, okay, I'll go down. And there's a, there's a, a gay bar <clears throat> called The Falcon, Ooh. which is, which is in, on a street called Broadway, which people in Long Beach refer to as the gay ghetto. Okay. And it's not that it's like that bad of a neighborhood, but it's just like it's a slightly edgy neighborhood for it being a very gay neighborhood. Sure. Given the fact that usually the gay neighborhood in any place is like the most pristine, clean, you know, place. So I roll down to the gay ghetto and I pull up in front of the Falcon and I'm looking around. I just see the name says Phil as the guy I'm picking up, but there's no picture. Okay. He's the Twitter Twitter like if he was on Twitter he'd just be an egg. He's the egg. Know? Okay. So you're picking yeah. up you're picking up a hardcore right wing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. His is a deplorable Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just said Phil. So I'm looking and I'm just I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, I'm sure I'm picking up like a gay dude hanging out here. So I'm looking like who looks gay. And uh um I look to my right and I see this guy trying to prop up his girlfriend. Like, oh, no. she is just s faced, like to the point where he's trying to hold her against like a like a, a minivan, and she's yeah. kind of sliding, and then just every once in a while just flips around, like spins, and the blouse is coming down. Oh, you know, no. we're like, I think I'm gonna see a titty. <laughs> right, so that like, is your that is your impetus to not cancel the ride, yeah, and just take the lumps. <laughs> there may be a titty on this ride, All so right. 
But so I'm not sure whether this is the guy or not. So I'm looking and he kind of makes eye contact with me and he props the girl up and he takes a couple steps and he wheels his head into my window and he's like, my wife is very drunk. <laughs> and now here's the thing. The guy had like a Ned Flanders kind of mustache. Okay. So does, that, I does that lend him an air of trusting trustworthiness or... No, it threw me through a loop because knowing the neighborhood, which is, you know, gay and hipstery, that I couldn't tell whether this guy was a hipster or a cop. Mm. Cause he had like the cop stash, right? But like hipster dudes have that these right. days. Right. But given the my wife is very the way he spoke, he didn't sound hipster. I don't know. So I'm trying to f- figure out where this guy is on my social judgment chart, right? How how old is he? Looks about thirty five. Okay. All right. Now, the girl that he's wrestling, she looks like Anne Hathaway, and she's like 25, and she's a total smoke show, right? Okay. Like, she's cute, and kind of like, she's got that kind of body where it's like, she probably like hikes a lot or like climbs shit, mm-hmm. you know? You said, and, he says wife. Do you check it immediately? They both have rings on? Story checks out? No, I, I didn't check that part. Hmm. But mind you, they're also out front of a gay bar. Right, you know and straight, it's, a, straight, it's a great yeah. place to party. Oh no, no, I agree, but still, it rings a little bit like this. And then the guy's mustache too. <laughs> okay, it was also like a village people kind of mustache, right? Sure, it was like a Freddie Mercury kind of. They call it the clone look. So this could be this. I don't know who this fool is. Is what I'm saying. But I know that the girl's cute. So. He gets her and he like does the cop move or just kind of like, th- kind of throws her in the back seat mm-hmm. and like a cop and and then she lays down in his lap and she's like are we going to go night night oh god so He's is like, he yes. is he stealing this woman is she <laughs> <laughs> she is no. he, hey, what's what's the word for when you steal a human oh uh, kidnapping yeah is he doing that trafficking yeah you call it trafficking what's happening yeah yeah, uh, you know, I think the, given the guy's look on his face, he had that "this bitch does this every weekend" look, mm-hmm. as he perp know? dumps her into a stranger's car. <laughs> right, right. And so and we start driving. And I'm like, uh, uh, having a good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And then then he goes, "I'm having a night." Right. And he sounds a little drunk too. But right. so we pull up to their house, which is like right by. We pull up their apartment, which is right by where I used to live, and I open up the back seat, and the guy pops out, and he's like, okay, and he's trying to get the girl out, like coax her out, mm-hmm. and then so I look in the back seat. I'm like, all right, time to go. You're home, and she's like, where are we? And I was like, we're at your house. You know, time to go, yippity-yap, you know? Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to kill you. Oh. Yeah. To you or and to him or to just to society? Me- to me. It's okay. like, looks me in the eye. And mind you, this girl's cute, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a little different. <laughs> so, your, so your guard if, is down. Yeah, if she looked like a mad dog's lunch, you know, there's part of me that's like, come on and try, you know? Um, <laughs> so, and like, the, the guy's just annoyed. And then he's like, don't say that to the driver. And then she's like, but I love him. Oh, no. Uh, you're and then. It. Yeah, I'm, 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 it's like I'm taking the compliment but not trying to act like I'm enjoying it. But she's mm-hmm. so wasted that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, and so then she turns back and she goes, 
I'm going to kill you. And then she grabs me from the back seat, and with her nail, she scratches my neck, grabs my shoulder, and starts pulling my shirt like oh, in Jesus. like towards the back seat. And just starts pulling me. Now, this idiot, Phil, <laughs> deplorable Phil, deplorable is standing Phil, the outside. Twitter egg. Yeah, the Twitter egg, who I, I don't know. He doesn't exist, right? right? And he's, hey, stop hitting the Lyft driver. It's like, <laughs> uh, so I, I disengage her. And then she's like, I'm still going to kill you. And then she gets out of the car, and then her, her husband, Phil, grabs her, and, and she's like just dead waiting in his arms. Uh-huh. And then she, she, she says to him, I love him. I think we should... What was the word? It's a very oh, no. important word. I love him. We should include him tonight. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Inc- inclusion. That's good. Inc- inclusion. And she and he and then Phil is like, "No, no, no. We're just going in." <laughs> so then he drops her. And he try he finally gets her up and there's enough distance and I just like chewy punch it. Yeah. And then I get out of there. But then I'm thinking, now once he said we should include him. Mm-hmm. That means it, you don't say we we should include a random stranger unless You've done that before, right? Sure. And they were at a gay bar. Sure. So, so what you're saying is if if this had not been something that they literally go out to like recruit people to do, he's not going, not tonight, we're just going inside. He's going like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're yeah. drunk. Don't yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah. Like he doesn't even know what that means. Like who the hell knows what that means unless you know what that means. Right, and so then I was like, okay, the guy has the gay clone-looking mustache, but he's mm-hmm. married to her, right? But she wants to go out and get get two dudes going. He's okay with two dudes going, right? Right, because of the mustache. You know, I mean, it was obvious, and the fact that you know the the inclusion comment didn't go, well, it didn't seem like that bad of an idea to him, right? Right. right. Maybe he liked me too. Plus, he's a cop, know. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's got he's got a lot going for him. So I don't know, man, but there I still had questions the next day and and a large scratch on my neck. Did you reach out to Okay, so two questions. I mean, I have dozens, but we're out of time. So two. <laughs> um how did you explain the scratch to your wife? Oh, I mentioned it once I got home. Like okay. she was asleep and I came home and I was like, "Oh my god, some drunk chick scratched me." And she mm-hmm. was hot. Good, good. Full disclosure, always, <laughs> full, always the best policy. Full disclosure. Well, no, I, I, I did the subtle way. I mentioned that other girls are hot around my wife, or it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you know, really drunk, but I look like Anne Hathaway. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, that's the fifth time you've watched Love and Other Drunks this weekend. <laughs> I know movie. you. It's not that good of a movie. <laughs> um, but 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 Gosling's in it. You know, we could include him. Yeah, yeah. Can we you include? Know? Can we include Ryan? Yeah. Uh, so, what did you rate them on on the app? Game five stars. Okay. <laughs> all right. Overall, a good ride. It was just that it didn't finish well. It's like a like a bad beer. Uh, well, no. Like, oh, oh this... no. Here was no <laughs> bad finish on yeah, it. A bad. Was this an eighties commercial? Has a great finish. Yeah. Um. The you know the the part that pissed me off was. When I got home, the first thing I checked to see if this fucking Phil tipped. Mm-hmm. 
His wife assaulted me Mm -hmm. and then tried to include me into a sexual endeavor, which is some kind of sexual harassment on some level, correct? Yes, correct. And he didn't even tip. Oh, ooh. On a $4 fare up the street. Oh. Like, if I'm him, I'm so embarrassed, and I'm like, what can I do? My wife was went after this poor man. Um, you know. She tried to tip you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She tried to. Yeah. Yeah. She, tra- she tried to. She tried to include you. That's true. You know, and I don't think I would have done it. <laughs> you just don't think so, huh? Nah, because I'm married, and I, I wouldn't want to be involved with that dude and that mustache. I wouldn't yeah. want that mustache. That dude try to kiss me or something, and that, that prickly tear. Like it's like you see the real. Like you got to think about this in life, right? Like if there's a really, really, really hot girl in the bed, uh huh, and it's like okay, the barrier to entry is is to to kiss. Officer Mercury right here, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Good Um, I'm sorry to... uh, Go ahead, then. Yeah, but anyway, so, you know, again, maximizing money, and I was like, the fortune cookie, again, it gives me a lot of things to riff on, Mm, because I find the funnier you are and the better conversation you have, the more likely you are to get a tip. That's that's what it comes down to. So maybe any better material, but... Yeah. So I was also thinking, like, what if I did, like, a Hollywood medium type of thing? Like, mm. if I Tyler Henry their ass, like when they get in the car, and when the moment they sit down, so so uh, Elliot, you you get in the back of the lift. Uh, is this is this Todd? It's Rachel. Oh God. Okay, it's you again. Uh, so I, hey, hey, thanks for getting the car. You know, I'm feeling something. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling something. Sorry, let me just hit the app real quick okay so making left on pch okay um i'm feeling something i'm getting a vibration i'm getting something do you have an article of clothing from your grandmother no she wants to come through right now but i'm gonna need some kind of article of clothing something i can touch something i rub maybe do you have a brooch from her do you maybe have something tactile do you have any part of your body that you would say is of your grandmother like do you have the same cheeks do you have the same ears do you have the same nose please rachel no, my grandmother was cremated. I don't have any of her body parts. I'm not saying if you had the actual body part on you. Are you listening to me? They're trying to come through. This may be your only opportunity. So do you have your grandmother's nose? No, again, she was cremated. Do you have your grandmother's cheeks? Yeah, sure. I have. I guess people say I have my grandmother's cheeks. Okay, I'm just going to pull back here real quick, and I'm just going to massage the cheek. Oh, she's coming through. Hey, okay. She's uh, coming through. All right, buddy. Hey. She's coming through. I, okay. Oh, no. What are you doing? Can you keep you, your eyes, you know, both hands on the wheel? You know that this is really touching. You know that she looks down on you every day. Yeah, I, I'd figure that. Most people do. She watches you every day, Rachel. And she has something to say. Because she watches you every day. If there's something she knows about you. What what does she know? You touch yourself far too often. Yeah, I know that. Everyone knows that. She wants you to stop. No, oh, that's not happening. That's definitely not happening. Your grandmother, her name is Betty. No. Betty? 
No, my grandmother. He, my he grandmother doesn't could, want to stop. Her name's Rose. Wait, I'm getting something. I'm getting a picture of a flower. Uh, like a rose. And the flower is talking <laughs> to me, and it's saying something. Are you on LSD? It's saying something. Do you want to know what it's saying, Rachel? Yeah. What's the flower saying? You jerk off too often. Yeah, I know that. We already discussed this. So do you think that's worth a tip? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if dude, you were a better psychic. Dude, you might either get jerked off or punched. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. And then I was also thinking, because, you know, like, pot's legal these days, right? Hell like, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> Oscar. Hell yeah. So what I could do is I could maybe get some weed or like some kind of vape stuff and I'll just keep it in my trunk. And then if I know people are partying, Mm-mm. I could go back and be like, so, so you guys party? Hey, dude, you know what? They might just steal your shit. But no, they can't, they can't rob me because I have all their, because they're, they're a Lyft customer. I so I can go back to Lyft and be like, these guys robbed me of my weed. Uh, <laughs> that's going to go over very well. So, um, so I... A buddy of mine took a Lyft or an Uber, and the guy at the end, when he dropped him off, was like, hey, I noticed you guys are partying. I can sell, I have alcohol in the trunk that I can sell you for X amount, and then you guys can keep partying after 2 a.m. Okay. You do the 2 a.m. pickup. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at 2.45 or 2.30, 2.15, you drop them off, and you're like, hey... I got a bottle of whiskey in the back. If you guys want to keep partying, I'll sell it to you for ninety dollars. <laughs> Holy oh, he said shit! $90? Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's a huge markup. Dude, you're gonna get a one star rating. On you're that. gonna get a one star rating, but you're gonna get sixty extra dollars. That's true. It is the black market at that time. Yeah, at two mm. o'clock in the morning, they mm. can't get it anywhere else. Don't you think people want weed though? Like mm. in Long Beach, people love. Everybody smokes weed in Long Beach. See, yeah. what you should do is uh, drive a lift and. Uh, Advertise getting lifted and have shatter dabs. What is that a millennial thing? A shatter dab? You don't know about dabbing? Is that a is that a rapper? Shatter dab? So does he, have a, tattoo? Dab. Does he have a tattoo on his face? Yeah. So dabs are the new hip thing with pot, and it's a basically a concentrated little hit, and you yeah, have to yeah. do it with a blowtorch, oh. and you get fucked out of your mind. They do them in the dispensaries, and people just hang out in the dispensary because they can't do anything for like an hour. So I'll do that to some <laughs> fool. I'll drop him off. Okay, I'm going to drop off in Belmont Shores. Here's a blowtorch. <laughs> and then the guy's like stuck outside of Panama Joe's like, uh, uh. I, I had a guy once that was so high on coke. The guy like got in the front seat and he's like, and he was like, he kept grabbing his nose. And like, <laughs> he was like a caged animal. And I was like, I wanted to tell him, I was like, oh, like, you go into a bar right now, you're trying to talk to a girl, you're getting scared of the shit. You're scaring the fuck out of me right now. Uh, I didn't say anything, but then part of me was like, can I get a bump? Yeah, right? <laughs> can I? You're clearly holding. You that's know? your tip. If if you're going to bring it into my car. My car, my rules. That's right. That's, ass, cash, or grass, no one rides free. So do you guys have any suggestions of ways that I can make, make some extra money here? Man. Like that's well uh, again the alcohol try alcohol man you can sell booze out of it yeah you could uh... so I was thinking great way if you've been on an airplane in the last couple of years I have so you don't get anything for free anymore Mm-mm. they give you that little menu with the snacks oh like like on Spirit Air yeah 
get a little snack box for them. You know, a little. You got some cheese, string cheese, <laughs> a little bit of almonds in there. Charge Ooh, ten dollars. Those are all marked up. Dude. Yeah, those are super expensive. Oh, I like that. And then I can get one of those Apple Pay things where you just be like, just slide right here. Because I'm not gonna trust them on the tip. Because I've had some drunk people be like, I'm gonna tip you hard, bro. And then nothing. Nada. Well, yeah, they yeah. forget. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can hook that up like through an account on your phone and just have them swipe for it. It'd be like, hey, you guys, would you guys, would you guys want some uh, turkey sandwiches in the back? <laughs> you want some Pringles? Like whatever they have, I should just mind whatever they have on the Spirit Air. Do you want some Toblerone? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys? Okay, so Oscar, I think we've we've flown Spirit before to Oakland. Dude. Yeah, and that they have, they literally they sell ramen on yeah. the plane. Like you oh, can get how much. It's like three dollars oh, and fifty cents. Oh That's how cheap the airline is because you know you get a forty dollars flight to Oakland, yeah. And it's it takes an extra ten minutes for some reason on Spirit because they just they go slower. I don't know what the deal is, but and, and you go in there, the, the seats don't recline, but they have a great deal where they'll, they'll do a double Jack and Coke for thirteen bucks, hmm. which okay. airline prices, yeah. yeah, not bad. My favorite was uh, Ryanair that does the duty free. They come through with duty free items. Oh yeah, in, in Europe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I and you're that. just like, really? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to make money on everything. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good one. The duty free items on the uh, dude. Why don't you tots. just do, dude? Duty free your trunk. <laughs> this 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 trunk is a tax free non. I I could declare. You know those guys, these guys that declare themselves sovereign citizens. Mm-hmm. I could declare my car a sovereign vehicle, and be like, look, anything that happens in here right now is tax free. So I guess this show ended on a bad note. I guess we were in like September 2016. It was right after our co-host Buck uh, decided to ghost the show and uh, basically not speak with anyone, not return anyone's texts or phone calls or anything and just quit. Right after the last time I had seen him, it was great. We went to baby shower, my, my, kid, my wife's baby shower, and brought a gift for the kid. Had a great time. I'm sure you guys saw him there. We had a good time with him, and then I haven't heard anything back except for... Maybe he didn't want to drive to West L.A. and figured, fuck this shit. Well, he went to it. I know. And he was like, fuck, I'm never doing this shit again. <laughs> I'm never doing anything <laughs> for Todd fuck again. Guy. Yeah. Maybe drive my ass all the way down here. Maybe drive my ass all the way down here. Fuck that. So, yeah, so we didn't hear from him, and so obviously he, like, quit the show, and the first, the first point was I, we were worried. I remember Elliot goes going back like, "Where is Buck? What's what's up with him?" Like we were worried that he fell into some trouble, or was having a hard time with something or whatever. And I tried to reach out, text like, "Dude, what's wrong with you? Are you okay?" I tried to call his, I I, I hit up his mother on Facebook asking because I was genuinely concerned for my friend because he just fell off the face of the earth and I had yeah. no, no idea what was up. I I reached out to other friends and they're like, "We haven't heard from him." And then it went from there to me thinking, "Well, maybe he was mad." And he's at us, or he didn't want to do the show. Uh, I don't know why he'd be mad, but he just didn't want to do the show and then was kind of afraid of confrontation. Okay. So, and then actually, the funny thing was, the only time I've been in touch with him in almost two years was one night, Elliot and I went out to a bar in Long Beach, and we were watching a band play, which was, the band was really good. Yeah. And we were hanging out with Elliot's friend that the whole time was like, Man, every time I go out, I get into a fight. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this isn't going to end well. And then every part of it, I'd be like, man, uh, it's 
nice weather out. And he'd be like, man, you know when it happens when it's nice weather? I go out and I get into a fight. I don't know what happens. Every So he just keeps setting this up. And I'm like, I know how this story plays out. This guy gets into a fight. Yeah. And then we have to get involved because he every he just kept bringing it up. It was making me nuts. So, uh, Or he was going to get into a fight with you. Or, or I was going to look at him weird and I was going to take one of the jaw. Yeah. And then I would have had to bust out my, my fucking... You know, you're what? My, I'm just doing exactly, gesturing with my hand. I'm not exactly sure what that was. So, so Ellie and I, we go to get some tacos at La Rivancha after the show. Nice. And nice. Dude, how was it? Though? Oh, how is it always? Yeah. I think that was the night. I, no, that wasn't the night that Elliot just wound up swimming in his food. He was like, Bleh. Wait, <laughs> was just, this after uh, Around the World? No, this was no. beer drinking. So, yeah, definitely not swimming in the food night. Okay. No, so we... Um, what what happened was we're sitting there and I, I I look and there's a text on my phone, and it's from Buck. Oh, nice! And he goes, "What it do texting me or what it do calling me at ten fifty two, which is a very Buck thing to say." And so then I hadn't, I hadn't called him, so I responded back like because I was kind of pissed at him for just ghosting the show. I went from the nice approach to like now I'm kind of mad at you, oh. uh, and I text back, "I didn't call you." Because I, I didn't. And then I looked at my phone, and I had butt-dialed him when we were inside the con- the show. Oh, uh, an accident, because he was like on a favorites list, but the fa- it was a favorites list of one. You know, I accidentally like, hit favorite on something. And so I accidentally butt-dialed him, and then I responded, oh, shit, yeah, I guess I did call you. I hope you're cool. <laughs> and then it got nothing mm. back. But, that, so... You see, Todd, had you handled that differently? Then we'd all be... So at a certain point... Um, doing this show, toward, we did a couple of episodes without Buck towards the end, but at a certain point, I was upset that Buck had quit the show, and it was uh, the, doing this show became like going to a restaurant that you and your girl used to go to, and then you, and after you break up, you're like, I don't want to eat there anymore. Yeah, like this felt. I was like, I don't want to like ah, just Apple, Applebee's. <laughs> you don't go there anymore. She loved it. Fuck, can't even go there anymore. Any of them, not just that one. Not just the specific Applebee's. Mm. Yeah, it's all of them. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, that was a chick magnet place too. <laughs> You'd always get laid Dude, after the Applebee. The, they're just they're looking for it. So it was like ah, I don't. So Mark 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 Chambers and I were going to do the original Kings of Podcasting season three. We started <laughs> writing that, so I was like, okay, I'll just work on that right now until the far out thing works itself out. And then we wound up jokingly putting out. An episode on the low budget FM feed, people dug it, and we just kept doing that. And then I kept talking with Elliot, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna like resolve the far out thing at some point," and we never did. No, no, so, we did not. So now this run of shows is to bring closure. Maybe we'll do shows after this, but this is to bring closure and like, you know, just feel good after after all of this. Man, oh man, I hope it really works. For your sake, Todd. <laughs> far out news. Why can't you share your bit? Mattawan, New Jersey. <clears throat> a New Jersey couple is maintaining their decades-long tradition by celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary at Burger King. Mm. Lloyd and Sandy Howard, who wed on June 22nd, 1968, said it all began after they were running late for a show on their first wedding anniversary and stopped at the restaurant for a quick bite. Thus, the 49-year-old ritual was born. Holy 
So forty nine <laughs> years of going every year to Burger King, and it would be cute if it was like like McDonald's has like all right food, right? If you're gonna go in there, Burger King is terrible. Oh yeah. Well, slow down. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you're comparing Burger King to other fast food places, I think the like, Burger King is the second biggest burger fast food place ever. Yeah, but popularity doesn't doesn't mean it's. It's wow. good. I mean, they have chicken fries. What else do you want? I can't stand chicken fries. Chicken fries. Yeah. No, and the, the Whopper, like the meat there is like this weird gray thing. And spongy. Grilled. Yeah. It's spongy. It's, yeah, it's, it's char grilled. Uh, you, you, could, you could, I mean. But chicken fries. <laughs> do you eat there? No, I've never been there. <laughs> You've never eaten no, there? No, but that shit looks good, though. <laughs> so you wouldn't, even, you wouldn't even step foot in the Burger uh, King? There isn't one near me, and if there were, I probably would. I'd probably just go to McDonald's. Yeah, no, Burger King's disgusting. The thing that surprised me the most when I visited the UK was the amount of Burger Kings were so much more prevalent than any McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. And yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken, too. Well, yeah, but that's yeah, delicious. They yeah. have con- I can't find a fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken here, but you can find them all over Europe. But you can't find one here? There's one over across the street. Nah, yeah, just... I ain't seen that one. See, the good, the good thing about Kentucky Fried Chicken is they have the fried pie. Like, McDonald's used to have that fried apple pie, not this mm. big shit. I think they're back to the fried, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and, and, and the one that's like the temperature of the sun. Yeah. Like, you eat it, and you're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. You know? No. Well, wait, but um, KFC had the mashed toilet bowl. Yes. Which was really... Oh, I'm going to discuss this later. Yeah. But yeah, we, it, used to, it used to always be... I think, I think yes, because... It, it, do they still have the mashed potato bowl? It's the mashed potato toilet bowl. <laughs> yes, I, I believe I coined that. And uh, I think... I don't know if they do. I, I hope so, because that was... It was, yeah, it was, it was mashed potatoes and gravy, and then like the... the I don't know what it was called. The, chicken tenders the were chicken in there. Chicken tenders, like small balls. Popcorn chicken balls. Chicken. Chicken balls. Popcorn chicken. Chicken nuts. Yeah. And, Testi- and, and, just chicken testes. And corn and cheese oh, all so in a bowl. Good. And you'd so eat good. it and you would have the shits all day no matter yeah, what. Yeah, dude. It was Thanksgiving in a little bowl. <laughs> it's the worst Thanksgiving ever. Far Out News. Why can't you share your bit? Uh, Washington County. A Washington County public official... St- Stopped for a seatbelt violation, decided to dress up like a clown at his trial to fight the $10 ticket. I like it. The judge was not humored by this board member's courtroom attire, as heard in an audio recording. So the guy showed up as a, dressed as a clown. For a $10 ticket. Yeah. I like that, because like there's no rule that says you got to dress up in no. court, right? Like, how... Like, just because just because the government right, right. has has sent me before an authority doesn't mean I need to respect that authority. No, well, the, here's the thing though: is that you dress up because you're hoping for some type of clemency, right? Like some kind of like I'm going to reduce your ticket from six hundred dollars to three hundred dollars, and you're respectful and you dress up. If it's a ten dollar ticket, <laughs> right. what the fuck? Show uh, up in a gorilla suit. You I know? don't need you to drop it to five. So, Your Honor, you're in a black muumu. Like, what's Dude. the big deal, man? That's true. <laughs> I mean, fashion is relative. Yeah, it just yeah. depends where you are. What if you're, what if you're from a clown culture? Dude, you know what, what if you, you identify as clown? I hope. Right? Like, what if you're the guy like Tommy the Clown and the crumping guy? That's a sign of respect for him to show up dressed like a clown. I would have showed up in an in a orange jumpsuit. <laughs> like you're already there? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a... Huh. I used to work with a guy 
that used to work. He used to show up in a orange jumpsuit to work. This guy made like six figures. He was a product manager, and no, I never, I never asked him about it. I don't think anybody ever asked him about it. But he would show up in a blue jumpsuit, orange jumpsuit. Was he, was he in prison? No, like he a prison just, jumpsuit. I think he was just making a statement that like he just didn't want to conform. It was like a tech company. It was like when I was working for J-Day, this guy Don would show up. And sometimes he'd just show up in a tank top and like shorts. Nice. Like he, it, every day it was like. He was like, fuck the world. Yeah, he was like, but he was a really nice guy. He was cool. And it's one of those things where three years I work with this guy. And never once did I go, what's the deal with you? What's, what's the deal with the whole getup thing, right? Yeah. And, but he was the kind of guy that probably would never give you a straight answer either. Yeah. I really admired him. He had a big picture of Hunter S. Thompson on his desk. Nice. And that was it. He just showed up like, fuck authority. So, yeah, I say, you know, you look, if, you're, if you have a felony, dress up, right? But I'll say this one thing. I, 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 was, I showed up in court with my sister <laughs> All right. a couple of years ago. My sister was going through a divorce, terrible divorce with her husband. And, of course, if you're going to divorce somebody, maybe the husband... Um, she shows up in court for some hearing, and um, there's a there's a kid who's in Connecticut, and there's a, a guy I don't know like a 22 year old kid or whatever in in the same row as me, and my sister. My sister was like so thankful. Thank you. You came out on vacation. And you went to court with me, and the kid's sitting there, and he has a T-shirt on right before he sees the judge, uh -huh. and it says like ghetto report card, <laughs> and it was like respect for the man. F taking <laughs> shit, F. And it was like all this, and he showed up in court nice. with that on. And part of me was like, hell yeah. Part of me was like, god damn, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, dude. It's a good way to get out of the summons. <laughs> there you go. So we're yeah. gonna we're gonna end this show on a musical note. Grab the guitar here. Uh, I've been I've been working on a, an album that I'm gonna make, and uh, it's it's not like a comedy album. But it's a it's an album album. But the songs have humor on them, and this is the one song that's actually I guess you would call it a I don't know a comedy song, but uh, it's called uh, Yo Yo Yo. Some kind of happening here tonight. 
being Hindus in fashion. I was looking at an $18 bag of kale chips, and I got distracted by another girl. She was a brunette. I looked at her waist, and I was like, yo, yo, yo. Yo 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 yoga pants. Yo 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 yoga pants. Let's hear for Hare Krishna. Na 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 namaste. I don't mean to be rude. But I love the way your bottom protrudes out of those yoga pants. A week later, I signed up for yoga lessons. Bought a tote bag and it had Gandhi on it. My favorite position is downward dog. I look around the room and I'm like, yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 yoga pants. Let's hear from Mahesh Shwaba. Na, 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 Yo, 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 yoga pants. Lululemon, y'all, Lululemon. Na, 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 na